0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's the Bills and the Patriots for round three. What makes this matchup fun and what makes it frightening? Plus, is the Bills' defense as good as its number one ranking? And is there any reason to be worried about Josh Allen and the passing game? All that's coming up on this week's edition of the Buffalo Plus Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Buffalo Plus Podcast. It's the playoffs. It's a new season, and we're excited because we have a new sponsor, DraftKings, sponsoring the Buffalo Plus Podcast. Mike Catalana, Dan Fates, I am Jenna Cottrell. Before we start, please make sure to like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe to the Buffalo Plus channel on YouTube as we get started for the postseason. And we know it's going to be round three, Mike against the Patriots, 8-15 on Saturday night. What do you make of this matchup, the rubber match between these two teams?
0: Yeah, it, it sort of fits that they're going to do this. And it's not just a third match. It's three since December, what, 7th? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. They played two games in December, you know, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then the day after Christmas. And now here they are in the first round of the playoffs. And how many times have I said to you guys, the Bills and the Patriots are never rivals because they weren't, because they haven't mm-hmm. played in the playoffs. Like, Bills and Dolphins played in the playoffs. Like, that changed re- in a hurry. Yes, <laughs> it has. And now it's like, yeah, they're rivals. And there's nothing like making a rivalry other than playing in playoff games. And, you know, this is what really turns it up a bit. And uh, for the Bills, it's an opportunity to show that that first game was the aberration. The second game is more like it. And the third game will be the one to really determine which one of those two things is true.
2: Yeah. This is going to be, I guess this is kind of the the worrisome matchup. Jen, I know we talked about it earlier uh, Mm -hmm. last week and just who would you want to play? And and why As we were trying to go through all the scenarios and man, we're watching that game. The chargers Raiders games, thinking that we could have a tie thinking that we're going to play the chargers. There's a little comeback now. My question to you, Mike, is just the sense of momentum. And it's something that you've disagreed with a little bit because the Bills have now won a season-high four games. They seem to have kind of righted the ship a little bit after losing three games in in three out of four games, including that New England one on Monday night. Mm -hmm. But these teams now are kind of coming in on totally different realms of the spectrum.
0: They are. uh, When we talk about momentum, I guess I would just say what's the similarity between playing the Falcons and the jets and playing against the Patriots? None. Right. And I would say this, the defense is feeling good. I would say there's a little momentum to the running game only because they finally had some success, but in the same way you could say, and I know we'll talk more about this, you know, Josh Allen has had back-to-back problematic games, but Mm -hmm. we know it's Josh Allen. He's also the game before that. He played like the best player in the NFL, yeah. Now we know Josh is much closer to the guy we saw in Foxborough than he's been these past couple of weeks, where he was a little bit off. The reason I bring that up is there is no sport like the NFL. Like, if you're playing in an NBA playoff series, right, you know what you want to do. Guess what? Steph Curry's going to shoot threes. You got to figure out the pick and roll. Like, they don't need to change it. And the NHL, the same thing. Baseball, it's all about the pitcher. It really is. Mm-hmm. But in the NFL, Totally different game plans. Look at these two games. The two games that were played. The weather was such a huge, impactful thing in the game. So the reason I say it's not about momentum, it's like what worked. Not only what worked against the Jets or what worked against the Falcons or what worked the last time against the Patriots. Now you're talking about the third time between these same teams. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's about quote-unquote momentum. Is it better to be playing well? Yes. But I would argue, Dan... That Josh Allen, over the last 120 minutes of football, well, I guess he came out at the end of the uh, game on Sunday, has not played like Josh Allen. But I'm not worried about that. Because when he steps on the field against the Patriots, it's a different game with a different game plan. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I I see what you're saying, Mike. I feel like this matchup is... It's almost poetic because I feel like if you want to be the team that you talked about, if you want to be the team that wins the Super Bowl and all those things, of course, it's going to be new England standing in your way because we talked about how it's been not even a rivalry. And now as of late, it's turned into something different, but I just, I feel like a lot of bills fans were nervous about it being this Patriots team. But at the same point, I just think it's so fitting that it comes down in terms of, you know, just starting off this playoff series on a strong note, you got to win four games, obviously what they can do against New England. But
2: this, yeah, this matchup, Jenna, the Bills are once again, the better team by far roster wise, as well as at the quarterback position, a massive, massive advantage. And to finish up Mike's point about momentum, I think it's really funny because you talk about it too. Like Mike's like, well, like it doesn't really mean anything. And we've talked about that. This is going back to about a month. It's like the NCAA tournament just win. You you don't care by how many points you beat the 15 seed or the 14 seed. As Mm -hmm. long as you're moving on to the next weekend, you don't really care. And it's almost like the equivalent of like the preseason. Does any of the preseason momentum actually matter? No, not really. But would you rather be playing better in the preseason Yes. than than, than not? Here's a good
0: example. Here's a good example. You mentioned the preseason. People get worried. And I mean, we're talking about the preseason compared to the playoffs. but people get playoffs. worried Josh Allen has Started not been playoffs. on the field and do the bills need to get him out there in the preseason. So he goes out, which one of you guys was at the green Bay game. We yes. both were it how was both much did he dominate? with just chucking the ball all over the place. Right. And the team looked awesome. Gabe Davis making plays. You're like, awesome. They look great. They're ready for the regular season. And they opened with the Steelers, and they were lousy on yeah. offense, and they lost that game. I'm just, and now that's that's preseason to regular season. I'm just saying is, but you talked about league... the Cowboys, Mike. What about
2: the Cowboys? Well, I don't know if them. you know this, everybody that's listening. If you're new to the to Buffalo Plus, um, Mike's an Eagles fan, grew up an Eagles fan, um, not a huge, uh, not
0: a huge uh, Cowboys fan. Here's why when I say that the Cowboys scored fifty some odd points against Washington. 55,000, I think it was. And then went the next week and lost to uh, the Cardinals. I mean, they lost at home. And the offense looked bad. Yes, and then they put up 50 against the Eagles practice squad, which, believe me, there have been times where the Eagles regular defense might have given up 50, but they've been a little better. But against the practice squad, I don't think that is a momentum thing. Now, again, I say this. You feel better. I go back to this, Jenna. Would you feel better about the Bills offense against the Patriots Certainly by the success you had in the game Mm -hmm. in Foxborough, because you showed some things, but we also realized that was an Isaiah McKenzie game. He was winning those one-on-one matchups. And as much as the Patriots are prepared for a lot of stuff, I got to be honest with you. They might've thought McKenzie might be in there, but I don't think they thought he was going to be the main target and the bills used it. He won those matchups. Allen was great. McKenzie was great. And it was part of the reason they dominated, but, it's different now. You 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 don't just go to that well in this next game. That's why I say, like, that's what makes it fascinating to play a team three times.
1: Fascinating to play a three, team three times. We're going to talk about what's fun about this matchup and what's frightening. But first, Dan has a message from our sponsor.
2: Yeah, it's great. Obviously, uh... Mobile sports betting has now become legal in New York. So the NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's kicking things off with a huge offer, counting down to Super Bowl 56. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wild card team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free place if your team is victorious. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. I've done it. I have invested money. I've walked Mike through it. Not to say that Mike's not technologically savvy. He is, but I helped him walk through it. It's not that hard. You can do it. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code Buffalo Plus, no spaces, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL p- team. Bet just $5. Again, win 280 in free plays if your team wins. That's promo code Buffalo Plus on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Yeah, um,
0: it is. They're giving away money. Easy, it is. And I gotta tell you, Jenna, I'm two and zero in my bets. Wow. Okay, so um, now DraftKings makes it kind of easy to win the first couple, they, but uh, I've been listening to Uncle Dan, and Uncle Dan's been picking winners. I'm say,
1: so, uh, hot streak, Daniel. I, I, can I just say this?
2: This is kind of like a dream for me, <laughs> like 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 like, like <laughs> that. I'm reading a DraftKings <laughs> sports betting you know, read is really cool. I, I've always wanted, it's great that it's now legal in New York state, the mobile sports betting sites. It yeah. is DraftKings by far my, my favorite. Um, and it's the one I've been using the most. So it's, it's, this is cool. Go ahead. This is B- cool. Promo code Buffalo plus.
1: I just think that's cool that we have a, a promo code, like humble beginnings on this channel. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of growth still expected, yeah. but hope that's that this is a,
2: a, a, a long partnership
1: with DraftKings. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. All right, let's get into this matchup then, Mike. Uh, We'll start first. What is fun about this Bills-Patriots matchup round number three?
0: Yeah, uh, because it is what it is. It's McDermott against Belichick. It's Allen against this young version of whatever Mac Jones is going to become. It's Patriot fans against Bills Mafia. Uh, You know, it really is, right? I mean, the Bills are the better team with the better quarterback, but they are the franchise and the fan base that is looking for validation made the afc championship game that's great as much as it annoys everybody there's all those trophies and rings in foxborough yeah i mean they've done it they've been there and done it not with this group but they've been there and done it so the feel is a little different uh but the fun part is come on you you got the court a quarterback matchup to dan's point much in the bill's favor the head coaching matchup Spectacular, yeah. Uh, they're smart coaches, coordinators on both sides, and then you add into the fact that it's three times in six weeks. I, I think that part makes it great. It's this is the epitome of the, the cat and
2: mouse game, and this is where you know we whether you want to make the analogy, I know a lot of times here on the podcast we talk about um, in the sense of baseball. This is the first time the Patriots threw a no, you know, a, a complete game shutout against the Bills. And then all of a sudden they went back to look at the film and they were like, Hey, we, we, we knew how they were pitching us as a hitter. And the next time Josh Allen hit three home runs and Mm -hmm. now he's coming up for the next game and it's, what are they going to do? What are you going to do? And this is the, the epitome of, this is a. I think this is a bigger moment for Sean McDermott than it is Josh Allen, and I and I mean in the sense of I just think this game comes down to so much of coaching. And I know that when we talk to the coordinators this week, it'll be the players on the field are the ones making the plays. But yeah. this is a massive opportunity for Sean McDermott to look. He's beat he's beat Belichick throughout the last four. four like this yeah. is this. But this is the only one that really it matters. Really matters. Um. Yeah. You know. Obviously, the Patriots fans thought they won the won the division back in early January or early December they didn't so this is one of those ones that you know and the 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 bills have talked about this is the one that means more
1: you touched on a little bit Dan I think the fun part is going to be the strategy in this game because you talk about how much you know when you see a team in September and October there's so much that changes in in those couple of months but this is a team that's you know, let's talk about six weeks, three di- different matchups. I mean, that's incredible to see how teams will adapt, what they'll look at because we know that this is a group that's, I mean, the weather's going to essentially be the same. It's going to be winter weather. It's going to be stuff like that expected. I just think what makes it fun is just the, that factor of like, what are we going to see from Sean McDermott? What are we going to see from Bill Belichick? How are we going to see Josh Allen you know what are we going to see from Allen? Because we know in the playoffs last year he didn't have tremendous games in some of those games. So I just think it's it's the fun factor of like the playoffs are here. This team we've talked about the ebbs and flows of the season. We've also talked so much about the expectations and Mike. Like now it's the time to start and start this new season. I just feel like there's so much fun involved with that, but there's also a lot of frightening uh, as well. There's there's a fear factor going up against Belichick for a third. Time. Yeah.
0: Uh, It's going up against him because he's done it many times in the playoffs. To me, the fear factor here is as a franchise and what you've built, if you lose this game, the Buffalo Bills against the Patriots, that means your season is over. That means they beat you. That Mm -hmm. means they beat you twice in Orchard Park, including in the biggest of the three games. So when I say frightening, the risk is much greater, again, for the Bills. Bills, Because if the Patriots lose, look, again, They're rebuilding. They won't want to say that word, but they made the playoffs in a rebuild year. Are they great? No. Did they beat the Bills once in the odd weather? Yes. But knock that all out the window. This is the game that's going to end up mattering. It happens to be in Orchard Park. The weather, at least initially, looks typical, but it doesn't look crazy like we saw that first game. So weather won't be any more of a factor maybe than it was even in Foxborough. It's just going to be a cold day. But... The risk of losing this game, which is what the playoffs is, for the Bills franchise, Dan, I think is substantial. This isn't the Chargers coming right. in. This yeah, right. is the Patriots.
2: Well, and I think there's two different – two teams, like you said, talking about how they're coming through a rebuild. This is two teams coming kind of in different headspaces. Like you said, the Patriots are ahead of schedule. They have the rookie quarterback, how they handle things. The Bills have the advantage with the experience because while New England and Bill Belichick know all those things, this is the first time without Tom Brady, and that's the only thing that really matters. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I love all the stats about how Bill Belichick has won all of these games and when he's been an underdog or all all of these things. There always has to be a caveat with like with Tom Brady. Like yeah. over the last two years, they they haven't been the scariest team that they were for two decades with Tom Brady. It's a different chapter. You know, we talk about sports betting; they always talk about like if they talk about college basketball, like, Oh, in the last, this team is this good over the last three seasons. Like, well, yeah, they had the best player in the country. Like, what about, what about beyond that? Like, this is such a microcosm of Mike talks about it. Big picture. They haven't been rivals for two decades. Now they have been bills have gotten three out of the last four without Tom Brady. And I think that that's a key factor here. And Mike, like the bills, remember we went into the playoffs last year, Jenna, and it was the sense of, man, they really got to get over the hump. They got to win a playoff game. a playoff game that's
1: similar pressure.
2: I think again, and, and and it's scary because it is against the Patriots, Jenna, but there is that sense of the Patriots are kind of playing with house money, even though it's bill Belichick and Oh, bill Belichick in the playoffs and in the, the wild card round. We can talk about all that stuff. It doesn't matter. That's different. There's not Tom Brady. Yeah. This is the bills continuing to prove that they're real. I think in my eyes, Jenna.
1: Oh, I mean a thousand percent. I just think my fear factor for this game is just the psyche element of this. Yep. And it's just that to me is just such a big factor because when you, if you were to show me the roster of this team and compare it to other teams that are in the playoffs, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, like the Bills should win this game, all those things. But when you add in just that layer of what New England has done to the Bills, but But like we said with Tom Brady, I know, I know, I get that. But at the same point, do you get it? I just think the narrative of what it would mean. For the bills either to win this game what that would do for them even just the momentum you talk about like in the off season you know how this industry works if it's if the bills can't beat the patriots in the playoffs it's same old bills all this stuff like that is what's going to be hammered in the national media in my personal opinion it's getting over that hump beating this team when it really really does matter they've shown when they went to foxborough they i mean josh allen had an a plus game i mean it was phenomenal but at the same point Now they have to do it again. And again, that's why I said in the beginning, it's poetic because the team talks about where they want to go. And of course it's the Patriots standing in their way.
0: Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about the bills defense and how they've been playing, but in terms of this matchup, look, Mac Jones has shown some pretty substantial cracks in his game over the past few weeks. And the difference between he and Josh Allen is Josh Allen has done that. He's done well. He's been MVP candidate for two years. And his last few games maybe haven't been great, but Josh has played at that level. Mac Jones was playing at a nice, steady, good level. Give us the lead. I'll manage. And when you put him in the hot water, right, like making tea, you don't know what you have until you put it in hot water is what they say. Um, Mac got in hot water. He had a pick six and he had a fumble. By the way, he said his play was embarrassing. Which is Ooh, an interesting word to use in Bill's ever Patriots. Who would use the word embarrassing? Yeah. Uh, but he said it. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, that crack has been shown. And mm-hmm. while we talk about this narrative of the Bill's Patriots, yes, they're the rival. I, I really don't think the players feel that as much as the fans do.
1: See, I disagree with that. Because I, I think disagree. you saw how emotional that win was. When they were coming off the field in Foxborough. I don't know. I just felt like there was it, no no. You could you're, tell it was like cathartic for this. You're
0: team. right because they had lost to that team, and it is a division game. I'm talking about the history, the 20 years for the fan base. It has been this franchise.
2: It has been these, these
0: players. Yes, it would be right. It hasn't been these players. Right. It's the division rival. If it was the Dolphins, I think the players would feel it. It's it would feel the same sort of we made up for what happened, and that's what that game was like. Kansas City. To the players, this individual group, they had lost to that Kansas City team. Yeah. They wanted to get them back. So I'm saying is they they don't have the fear factor of, oh, my God, our season w- lost it like the fans do. Just because you're like, really? After 20 years of this, this is the team that's going to knock us out. Right. But that's why I say they look at matchups. They look. You better believe without. They won't tell us this. They believe they should own these matchups. Oh. They really do. And they believe that they are the better team. They believe the real game was the one they played in Foxborough, and they got to go out there and show that in the setting of a playoff game.
1: Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I just think that I think it's, it means, I do think it means more because it's the Patriots. I don't oh, know. I feel yeah, like if yeah, I was yeah. Tom McDermott, no, no. I would be even like, obviously the teams won three hey. out of their last four, but I would have been. All off season, all, every time it's the Patriots. Have some pride, you know. This is a team that's dominated Buffalo going back.
0: Like I, I think I, it's I play into that. I think McDermott's even different than the rest of the team. I mean, he lost to Belichick and the Patriots in a in his first Super Bowl when he was with the Eagles. Like this goes way back. Yeah. Yeah. Belichick's beaten his guy Andy Reid multiple times. Yeah. Goes way back. Like, oh, it's and when I say it's personal, I, I think is huge respect as coaches. Yeah. How do you not? respect. And I know for a fact that we would think everybody respects Belichick as a coach. I know huge respect for McDermott and what they've done from the Patriots side. And there's only a few coaches I think that have really gotten to that level. Tom Coughlin beat him twice. I think he always felt that way about Shanahan. I think he looked at Rex as a clown who beat him once in the playoffs and couldn't believe that happened to them and paid them back. But I think there's been very few coaches. I think he dislikes Harbaugh, but respects him because those games have been tough. You know, yeah. those kind of guys. I think there's huge respect between them. And But I think for, for the history, it's maybe more for, for McDermott than it is oh, even for his for players. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Let's talk also about this Bills defense because they're essentially number one across the board. Um, and, I mean, Dan, do you think this defense is as good as, as advertised? It's so funny, too, because I feel like we talked so much this year about how the defense has kind of like led the way in points where the offense has really struggled. Whereas a season ago, it was like, hey, man, can this Bills team figure out their defense because their offense is so high flying? It's just interesting to see the flip season to season. But what do you make of, of where they're at, especially now heading into the playoffs? Can I say yes
2: and no? Can I say that that they deserve to be the number one defense, and they have had some phenomenal games? Can I also put the caveat, as people have said in my mentions, which is true, they have played a lot of backup and bad quarterbacks and bad offenses. Like I, I don't think that like it's all that impressive to to beat you know to shut out Davis Mills or to you know some of the guys that they have played. So while they have, but hey Jenna, I don't know if you know this, the guys on the other side. Oh, get, oh. The other offenses get paid too, even if they're you know Davis Mills still gets paid to play. By the way,
1: play uh, that bothers uh, not me. Not so with
0: much. the slander on Davis Mills. I'll tell you this: I think he's been the most impressive rookie quarterback of the group. Agreed, but not when he played the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> he, no. was no, no, he was no, no, lost. He was lost in that game. But so, uh, Davis Mills, he could he can throw the Mills ball. Mafia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Mills this, mafia. like
2: this defense has, much like this team. Gutsy, resilient, that, like Micah Hyde Green. talks about it, that, that they're blue collar, like th- that they did it this way because they've had some lousy games. Like, like they just have, but they've also had some dominant performances where they've carried the team. Like to some respects, I, I do think this defense has been a little inconsistent and has given up some big plays. Um, But what they did to Zach Wilson was not nice. Like to just <laughs> allow four. like there was never a doubt. Now, granted, if the bills play the way they did, Sunday was we record this podcast on Monday yesterday. They probably lose every playoff game, but they were playing the jets and there was never a thought when it was a three point game that I was like, Oh, here comes Zach Wilson's going to march them down the field. Like there was just never a thought of like, this is coming. It's like, when's the next sack coming? And like Zach Wilson was just under four, first downs, nine sacks. It was just, again, and I'm on the sidelines and we can't really say a lot of this stuff that we hear Jenna like that we you're yeah. on the sidelines too but when the game got to be late and they were pulling out all the starters I'm over there shooting the players as they're over by the heaters and it's just a great moment where AJ Epines is getting ready to go in and Eric Washington comes over to him and goes go eat <laughs> and then and then he kind of looks at him and AJ kind of like nods and he just looks at him again and is like go eats. And it was like and he had the sack on the next play and the sideline went nuts. Like it was comical how overmatched the Jets yeah. offense was. And yeah. that's impressive. And that's what a number one defense should do. Here, right. In my opinion. You're, you're
0: You're right. And by the way, my favorite drive of that game was after the whatever Mad Hack did mess that he created. It's Matt there. Hawk. Or yeah Hawk. It's Hawk. Yeah, why did I say hack? I don't know. Well, I mean, it it seems
1: like fits. I feel like that was a
0: Freudian slip. (laughs) Um, But whatever he did and gave them the ball, um, then the drive was (laughs) three plays, minus nine yards, field goal. And he steps out of bounds. Like Now, look, I think Zach Wilson has talent. He's totally lost. He's totally lost. He makes some dumb mistakes. He's got physical ability. He can throw the ball, but he's lost. But to your point, Dan, about the way this defense is, um, the Patriots' first game, Jenna, to me, is a fascinating look at them because, you know, the whole thing about whether you embarrassed and all this stuff, they ran the ball on every play. And Mac Jones didn't really do anything in that game except hand it off. We know that. But that defense gave up, what, 14 points? Uh, they had yeah. nine tackles behind right. the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And so, so it was felt like it was a bad game for the defense. And yet in most cases, you'd be like, they did their job. That's Damn. why the players, you know, feel that way in that game though. In fairness, the bills needed the defense to do more. They always mm-hmm. say like, we don't care what the offense is doing. They needed yeah. them to do more. They didn't do it. They got run over in the Colts game. That was bad, but they all helped in that game. Turned it over, the McKenzie fumble, all that mess. Bad kicking, like everything was bad. So in that case, are they as good? Um, Somebody's going to be ranked number one. I don't see anybody playing better defense than the Bills. But this is 2022 now. It's like you're not stopping everybody. They're not doing everything. And again, against better quarterbacks, yeah. They're playing without Trey White. And they've yeah. been able to make up for that um, really starting with the second half of that. Uh, we keep going back to that with the second half of the game against Brady. Yeah. Uh, they really have done a good job and you have to give them credit. And I loved what McDermott said yesterday. I asked him the question about his defense and he's like, this is Leslie Frazier's defense.
2: So cool. let's give
0: Leslie yeah. the credit he deserves that Sean McDermott gave his guy because it is his defense, even mm-hmm. though Sean's luck. John's the guy, but it's not – he doesn't run it. And give Leslie Frazier – and I hope they never lose him because he's awesome, but I hope he gets a chance to be a head yeah. coach again.
1: It's it's exactly that. I will say, too, I feel like confidence is a hell of a drug, Dan. We say it all the time. Favorite Micah Hyde quote, but I think that does carry – we talked earlier about momentum. I feel like that confidence absolutely plays into this.
2: Yeah, and there, there's been it's, – it's so funny. There's been some so- – dominating stretches for this defense, like we saw against the jets, but then there have also been stretches. Like you look back at, you know, I look back at what Tampa Bay was able to do just pretty much march up and down the field. Brady had all kinds of time. You look at, you know, obviously go back to the Colts game at times. Um, The Patriots still scored 21 points, 22 points. Last time they played Carolina while they forced them to do some things. Like there were times where Carolina, like the Falcons game, They were trailing at half because the Falcons put together two, you know, two or three drives. And I'm not asking, I'm not saying that every defense should pitch shutouts 24-7. But what has been the most impressive to me about the Bills' defense this year is much like the Bills' offense was last year. When they needed a play, Mm -hmm. when the offense needed to pick up the defense last year, it was something with Josh Allen. They drive down the field, they'd score a touchdown. When the defense has been when the offense this year has been sputtering, it's been the defense that's gotten the three and out, has gotten yes. the sack, has gotten the turnover and got given the ball right back, whether it was the Saints game or anything of that. Like that was just that's what's most impressive about me. That's what's impressed me most about this defense is the fact that they've picked up the slack when the offense has slumped at times and they they've gone, you know, stale, as Sean McDermott said yesterday.
1: You talk about that slumping offensive points of the season, and we saw that even yesterday. Josh Allen, the passing game, even against the Falcons. I mean, Mike what's your, are you concerned or what's your level of concern as we do enter the playoffs? Because Alan just these last couple of weeks has just, it hasn't come together. We even like, I mean, blatant overthrows, blatant miscommunications on the field, like stuff that we're just not accustomed to seeing as much.
0: The miscommunication concerns me a little bit more than almost anything. I think mean, Josh is a great talent a great player. And he made about four spectacular plays in that game yeah. and he still runs it. And he does his little pitch, like all those things that he did. <laughs> um, but it concerns me a little bit with the miscommunication because it's like, we're talking about Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs and all being on this, on the same page to be going that way. I'm not as worried. I'm really not as worried. I think Josh uh, will be ready. I think if you worry about Josh Allen, if that's the guy that plays in the playoffs, then this team's got a lot of problems. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he's going to bounce back, but it was funny. I asked Dion Dawkins um, in the press conference about how is Josh when he's struggling and, Dion gave a very thoughtful answer about how Josh is the guy who puts it on his back. But he also said, when Josh is struggling, we feel like it's not on him. It's the offensive line isn't doing his job. Guys are running the wrong routes, blah, blah, all these different things. And I kind of feel that's the way sometimes, I'm sorry to Bill's Mafia here, but sometimes a lot of fans feel that way, like it can't be Josh's fault. And it's funny, he puts it on himself. And he has to be better. And you know when you're sitting there, you're sticking up for Josh against some, you know, loser Patriot fan. I shouldn't have said that. That was wrong. Uh, loser Cowboy fan. You're sticking up for Josh, but you know inside you're like, come on, Josh, man, you can't make that throw. Like he knows he needs to be better. He but says it. He says yeah. it all the time. He he had a stretch in the – you know, it's like, oh, it was a tip ball. and I I get all that. Those are the kind of things Bills fans say when they're – trying to compare him to Mahomes, and look, Mahomes did this, and then Nick Wright sticks up for everything Patrick Mahomes does. I mean, this is what it is. Josh needs to be better. You said the playoffs last year, Jenna. He was really good in the Colts game.
1: Yes. He was. He That Ravens game. Ravens
0: game was a struggle. The defense, to Dan's point, picked them up. That's what the playoffs are going to be. But it wasn't like Josh was turning – it was terrible, and he was whatever. No. The game at the end with the Chiefs got away from everybody. But I – Am I concerned? I'd say my level is at the 10% level. Yeah. First playoff game, it is the Patriots. 10% level with Josh. Just because, Dan, he's he's thrown some bad – you're standing there watching it. And, Dan, just like I'd asked Jenna before, weather-wise, it was an issue in games. What was it like on the field? I didn't think it was that bad.
2: I think if the Bills get that weather Saturday night in Buffalo, they'll take it. Now, supposedly it's supposed to be, again, a chilly night – just a little breeze, not wind to affect it at all. Jenna, you were on the sidelines for the Falcons game, and I was on the sidelines for the Monday night game. I thought both of those conditions were worse. I know you said the Falcons game wasn't that bad, but you still had an icy precipitation field and ball. Like, yesterday yeah. was, was cold. It got windier in the second half, but I, I can't sit there and say any of Allen's throws should have been or really affected by conditions. Yeah. It was just I, a I, lack of communication. He had seven incompletions in a row and they were nowhere close. Yeah. Like there are times where you throw a ball and you're like, oh man, like, hey, good incompletion, like good miss. Like he threw it to where his guy could get it or nobody. There were five passes in a row where I went, who was that to? Yeah. And you saw some of the frustration with Josh. He got really upset when Zach Moss got tripped and it wasn't called, and he yeah. was freaking out in this. He was freaking out in the huddle. And then another one when it was a a Gabe Davis play that went to the far side. No, it was digs digs yeah. out into it with the, the jet sideline. And it took so long that Josh had to call a timeout because they couldn't get the play in. Like it just didn't seem smooth. Sean always talks about um the procedurals. Like he's like, Oh, like that's what he used to say about Tyrod Taylor it was like, he gets, he gets the team in and out of the huddle. Well, and it's like, That's a huge knock on a player is that when the compliment is that he can break the huddle on time. It's like, that's the nicest mean thing you can say to somebody. Um, It just didn't seem smooth yesterday. That was my concern. I'll say, Mike, I'll go 15 to 20%. I'm a little bit higher. And I wonder Jenna, how much of the playbook was very bland. Like we talked about it being a preseason kind of feel at times. I wonder if this was, Hey,
1: get in, get out. It's funny because I almost was in my head. I'm like, is this just the Brian Dable long, long con? Like, is it like, is this like
2: <laughs> playing chess while we're all thinking checkers guys?
1: No, I mean, I kind of say that jokingly, but at the same point, yeah, it just Alan was, and, and these last two weeks has kind of seemed, I mean, he does make some incredible, incredible plays, yeah. but some of the things that he does, they're kind of head scratching. Cause you feel like it's like, that's more of like 2018
0: Josh. Okay. Yeah. Jenna, I was going to say to Dan, the throw to McKenzie, which the result was phenomenal late in the game. But it's like, Josh, it's third down. You're going out of bounds. It's a field goal to put you up more than a field goal. And what does he do?
2: Throws it across his body into traffic to McKenzie between three guys. And you can sit there and say, great play. And Josh has joked around earlier in the season that those are attaboy attaboy plays that when they go back through the film room, it's not what you want to do. And the coach just looks at a boy that to me, even when it was done and I looked over at another reporter, I, or another photographer, I said, that was a bad play. Like everything about that, like you, it's so, so buddy, a lot of times people say um, when Josh was struggling, I think in 2019 and he was pressured a lot and they're like, well, he's running for his life. Well, if you are pressured and you escape it and now you have time to set your feet and then throw an interception that had nothing to do with the pressure that took place two seconds before your decision to throw it across your body. Like you, you have to be able to separate the results. And for me, I didn't care about the result of the completion and the first down. I still thought that was a bad decision in a play where Josh gotta, has learned, yeah. where, where he's learned it. that it's a kick. Any kick is good yeah. in the postseason, even more.
1: And I know he didn't turn the ball over, but man, that was close. Yeah. I feel like some of those, some of that decision making we've seen has kind of been like, um, like you said, like a 2019 or like a rookie year, which we thought. Yeah, where it's like it's like the no, 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 yes, Josh Allen plays, but you're more so like no, 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 fine, yeah, like you're not happy about fine. Um, But that being said, I think fine go fine. Um, I feel like the experience that Allen got last year is just so huge in the playoffs and. And again, some of us, like the Ravens game wasn't his best game, things like that, obviously against the Colts, he played very well. But I think that's why I'm not super anxious about Allen and how he'll show up, because I think just having that experience is just so huge. You know what to expect. You know how it's going to feel. You know all those things. And especially being at home, I think that helps as well. Yeah, Um, I was just going to
0: reference that, Janet, real quick. I was going to say, at home, packed house, playoff game. We're talking about. The mid 90s, the last time that's happened. Get out your starter jacket. (laughs) Well, he did. And then they went on their drought. You know, they played in the playoffs, uh, you know, and played on the road. Mm -hmm. I was with Flutie on the road in Miami. Nice weather. They lost the game at the end. Uh, You know, Music City Miracle and all that stuff. So they were on the road for those games. And last year, some fans, but not quite the same. Yeah. Packed house. Bill's fans orchard park. Saturday night is something we haven't seen in a quarter of a century. So That's that'll be so fun. Cool. It's yeah. going
1: to be awesome. And we'll have plenty more coverage coming up. I mean, it's going to be a busy week. I know Bill's fans are so excited. Um, and we tell them this week, Mike, about our special show.
0: Yeah, we've got a show, uh, you know, where our show uh, will be live Thursday uh, night. It's going to be 7:30, 30, 7:30 live on the Buffalo plus YouTube channel. Also on television, in Rochester, on Fox Rochester. We'll be there uh, getting you ready um, for Thursday and uh, coverage all week long. But that show is our Buffalo Plus live show to get you ready for the playoff game uh, coming up on Saturday. So join us, join us here, join us on TV. Do both. Have the TV on, have this on wow. at the same time. Why not? Do it, you won't. You can give out that. And Dan, you got to download the DraftKings app. I was going right? to say, and while you're
2: doing that, you can flip through the DraftKings sports betting app, place a couple bets. You can bet as just as little as $5 and win 280 in free bets using the promo code Buffalo
0: Plus. You know what I was thinking, Jenna? You get on a roll, and you're going to have that new car before you know it. <laughs> a new one of those little ones. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Gambling issues call (laughs) 1-800-GAMBLING.
1: Yeah, Add that in. Actually, Dan, I want you to set it up for me and give me some bets because... You got it. I could use a little extra coin. All right. Use the promo code Buffalo Plus. What did you say? Use the promo code Buffalo Plus. Buffalo Plus promo code. No space. All one word. Buffalo Plus. All right. We love it. All right. For Mike and Dan, I am Jenna. We'll have plenty more coming up this week as the Bills face off against the Patriots in the first round of the playoffs. Round number three in terms of these two teams meeting up. We'll have plenty more coming up. We so appreciate you guys tuning in. And please remember to like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe because that helps out our channel so much. We really do appreciate it. We have so much fun doing this. So we always love uh, when you guys give us some love back. So thank you so much. Uh, We're going to wrap it up here. We'll see you guys later this week on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel.